Hello again, Broncos country. Welcome to week three episode of the Orange Weekly Broadcast Network pre-game podcast. I'm here with David, and <clears throat> sorry already to start with, uh, we're a little late on recording this for two reasons. One, life happens, and two, David, I don't think we're super stoked to talk about this game. No, uh, there's uh, we don't want to get to the end before we get to the beginning, uh, but I do get the feeling that neither of us are going to be picking the orange and blue to walk away with this one. Yeah, it's been a rough uh, start to our season. Hitting this game uh, in week three, going zero and two, is probably one of the least, like the one of the worst ones that we're going to want to see. Like this is not this is not one of the games we want to see going zero and two into possibly trying to crawl ourselves back into even a slimmer of a chance of uh, this season. So you're absolutely right. Going zero and two in two very winnable games. And now you're in a position where uh, you got to go into Miami, a place where you've won historically once in the regular season, uh, in the early time slot, in the Eastern time zone, in at the end of September, when it's going to be 85 degrees and humid. And, uh, and oh, you yeah. Have, you- you're going against the number one ranked quarterback and the number right. two ranked wide receiver in the league. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And you're doing it without Justin Simmons. So this is... So uh, ever, other that than is that, a, that's a good yeah. preview uh, to what you guys are going to be. <laughs> what you guys yeah. will get into. We'll get into that and more. Uh, make sure you sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Orange Weekly pregame podcast. Fans, brews, and Broncos news. And we're back. We're back. We're Question back. <laughs> and we can let's let's go, buddy. Let's rock let's, and roll. Um, let's start this. Let's yes. let's get let's pull the band-aid off, David. Let's talk about Ooh. the Miami offense Oof. and yeah, and our defense. Mm-hmm. One of the, you know, Historically, the past six to seven years has not been great to the Denver Broncos in general, but normally our defense is the one thing that's been keeping us, you know, in the conversation of being an okay football team and not just complete and utter uh, bottom of the barrel. Um, But this year, it seems like a little bit of the opposite. Our defense is what's been our biggest uh, concern right now. And now we're going up against uh, Tyreek Hill and Tua, who are just hot, hot, hot right now. How are we feeling about this? Not great, Bob. Not great. Um, yeah, Tua has been really well protected so far this season. Um, and he, when he has time, he can carve up any defense. And with Mike McDaniel calling up the plays like he does, uh, it's he's got Tua's first, open, first reads open so often. And they're usually such yeah. great routes so far down the field because he's got such speed at wideout. And you have just dynamic athletes in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell that can do that open up so many things for your offense, make the life so easy for your quarterback. And when you've got a guy like Tua who can put a ball in a spot really, really accurately when you give him time to throw, it's just a recipe for an offense that cooks. Right now that Miami offense is cooking, it's a bad matchup for a Broncos defense that, 
like, and you heard the heard the coaches and players talk about it this week. They're just f- trying to find a little traction. They're just trying to find their footing. They think they're a better defense than what they've put out on the field. I don't know if they actually are or not, but it doesn't feel like this is the game for them to get right. If there is a get right game on this schedule, like yeah, unfortunately for the Denver Broncos, um, how good of a defense you are only matters what you put on the field. Yeah, <laughs> so right. yeah, it's, exactly. It's really what happens on Sunday, and mm-hmm. uh, so far we've not been seeing that quality of what the, the expectation has been of this defense. Um, now, not for nothing, Jalen Waddle is uh, in the concussion protocol right now, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see if he plays. I guess he returned to practice in a limited capacity on Friday. Um, and then, uh, not for nothing, though, River Craycraft is his backup, who's also very good at getting open and finding finding yeah. holes in the defense. So Former Bronco River Craycraft catching yes. touchdowns against the Chargers a couple of weeks ago. I saw that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they've just, they got a ton of skill at basically every position. Um, it's, it's going to be, it it could be tough sledding. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, guy, my guy. We're we're trying to, we're trying not to be negative here. I I know know, that we're trying not to, but it's really hard when you look at this lineup. Like if we, let's start defensive line versus offensive line. Their offensive line has just been protecting to us so well. Left tackle uh, is possible to play. He's questionable, so it might be a backup. Right, Teron um, Armstead might come back for the first time this season, but they they didn't, hadn't needed him so far. Um, right, and you know he's a really good player when he is in the Broncos' pass rush. Just got a little traction last week. Um, Nick Benito played actually really well um, in week two after not really showing much of anything in week one. So which guy shows up there? Uh, you know, Randy Gregory had a really good sack. Jonathan Cooper had some pressures. Um, so it's it's really a question of which pass rushing group is the real Broncos pass rushing group. Um, and do they show up against an offensive line that is, you know, I think skill wise, I don't think that Washington's offensive line is bad. It's just their quarterback holds the ball forever. I don't think Tua is going to do that. So the Broncos offense oh. or defensive line has to get home a little faster. Yeah. And, and not for nothing. Again, in eight quarters of football, the Denver Broncos have played. We have two good ones from our defense and our offense, really. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I want do we do we get the first two quarters of the Miami or of the Washington game in Miami or for four quarters or do we get the the whole game of Week One and the second half of of last week from from that pass rushing group? I want them to do well. I want them to get that pressure. It just seems like there's no urgency uh, in that team. No, we'll see. And then now, we'll, I mean, so the linebackers, Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton have been playing really well. Um, yeah. That's that's one bright spot on this team. So, uh, you know, I, I don't like the fact that they will, because Mike McDaniel is really good at scheming offense, probably be matched up on Jalen Waddell or Tyreek Hill at least once or twice in this game. Um, oh, that'd be awful. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to see it. Um and so Broncos country better just cross their fingers and hope on those plays. Because uh, I'll tell you what, the safety help is not going to be, uh, at least not going to be at the quality we're used to seeing with Justin Simmons out there. Because he's out for this game. Has uh, I believe it's a brain injury um, that he suffered yeah. last week at uh, against Washington. Uh, kept him out of practice all week this week. And he will not play tomorrow. So you will see JL Skinner. You will see Darian Turner yell. And you will actually probably see Isang Bassey playing some snaps at safety like he did last week, too. Um, 
you know, we saw Jared the when the safety depth got thinned out last week, we really suffered without Kareem Jackson. He'll be back this week, but you know, you you, you don't know uh, when he's going to have another costly personal foul penalty. Um, right. It, so yeah, it's the safety depth really not encouraging in a game where you need all of your defensive backfield playing at its highest level. Yeah, and and it's really going to come down to how uh, Vance Joseph schemes up against this offense like obviously he's a professional he's been probably watching way too much tape and trying to figure out what the best way to to stop this offense but right now week week three of the season nobody's been able to do it yet yeah and I I would I'm I am a betting man and I'm not putting money that the Broncos figure it out I just I can't I I just don't have the faith that we'll be able to figure out how to stop that high-powered offense of the Dolphins and let's let's talk about Another bright light on our defense, and Pat Sertan is still out there, but he can't do it all. He's only got one side of the field because on the other side, we got Tamari Mathis, who is struggling this yep. year. And yep. even if we have Tyreek Hill versus Tamari Mathis, that is a matchup they're going to take yeah. every single time. It will be exploited. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you've got, you may see Riley Moss rotate into this game, but really, I feel like I don't know that Broncos country should expect him to play. Uh, anything better than Damari Mathis right off the bat. Um, right. He's a rookie cornerback coming in, third round pick, didn't play a lot in preseason, and probably would only would not be in there tomorrow if Justin Simmons were healthy and they weren't having to rotate Isang Bassi over it to safety on some plays. So it may just be a bodies game and they need him back there because they need somebody back there, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And if mm-hmm. we get if we get him out there, it's going to give somebody a rest for a couple snaps. You're not going to see him get like too much meaningful play time. Um, Probably not. Or or injury depth, right? If we have another injury at safety or another injury at corner somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have to be digging through the through the pile to try to pull out Riley Moss. Yeah, um, I I want to see what he could do, and, and I know there's a lot of hype around him. I want to see what he could do, but I, this might not be the best game to throw him in there to the Wolves. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's going to be kind of a recurring theme in this game that it might not be the best game for, but that's, that's the game we've got. So, um, all right. Any, any closing thoughts on this defense versus the Miami offense? No, let's get to a little bit, uh, better talk. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos offense, uh, against this Miami defense. Cause that is, that is something that we probably have a little bit more of a, of a fighting chance in. (laughs) You're not used to saying that. Yeah, a lot less, a lot less sad. Uh, right. On the other side, it's like one of, the, one of the top offenses versus one of the lowest ranked defenses. But on this side, uh, a lot of even across the board, their defense is very good. However, our offense has been firing on a lot of cylinders. Again, of eight quarters, we're probably looking at maybe three or four of them of a good offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so so w- let's let's jump right into it. What do you think about the the secondary, which is I think is the biggest place that we can export exploit against Eli Apple and uh, Xavier Howard with our, mm-hmm. our wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and uh, Brandon Johnson had a great game last week. And, and, you know, Marvin he was Mims. finding ways to get open Two, and Marvin absolutely. Mims as well. Yeah. Now the Javon Holland is probably the best player in their secondary right now. At least he's playing the best in their secondary of anybody else, their safety. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see those kind of deep shots to Marvin Mims this week. It'll probably just be a case of I'm I'll sure I'm sure Sean Payton will run him out there and see if he can beat him um, at least once or twice because we saw Marvin Mims last week 
post, you know, like game breaking speed, like true game breaking yeah. speed in a couple of catches. Um, so I will, you know, we'll see if, if he can replicate that success against this secondary, especially, you know, cause Vic Fangio obviously is the coach back there and his defense is predicated on limiting the big play above all else. Um, so yeah, that being said, Xavier and Howard, Eli Apple, um, I do like our matchups on the outside with Cortland Sutton, with Jerry Judy and Brandon Johnson. Um, we will see though, if this Broncos line holds up. Right. That's that, that's the issues. That's going to yeah. be a challenge. Um, Quinn Miners playing really well. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry hasn't allowed any pressures this year. Mike McGlinchey struggling, um, you know, and that's a, a bummer for a, a high priced offensive lineman that you brought in to be, you know, your your answer at right tackle. But he is. He's struggling. Um, and you've got um, you've got Bradley Chubb uh, coming in, uh, you know, another yeah. former Bronco to First come in and. His first time to play the Broncos since trading him away for that first round pick, which we then traded away to get our new head coach on pain. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And so, we all said at the time, it's a great pick and he probably heard us say it. So, um, yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah. He heard it. <laughs> yeah. He heard it. Um, but then you've got Jalen Phillips on the other side. So this, this, this Dolphins pass rush is as decent is pretty decent. And then in the middle, you've got Christian Wilkins who can be a absolute wrecker of your offensive line. So the matchup again of him against Quinn Miners is going to be really key. I'll tell you what, Jared, if the Broncos have any chance at all in winning this game, and I, I don't think they do, but if they do, they've got to play a Raiders game plan, a Raiders game game plan, except they have to actually win at the end. Um, they've, <laughs> got to, they've got to shorten the game with long drives yeah. Uh, yes, they've absolutely. got to run the ball a ton and that's you know and, and kind of that's my key matchup on offense versus this defense is our running game versus their defensive line if if uh, Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan can get five six yards a clip it's going to help this offense do everything else it's going to help them stay in this game because I think Miami's going to score quickly and then it's a question of can the Broncos just limit the amount of possessions that Miami gets you know yeah, absolutely. I, I'm I'm on board 100%. We just talked about how disappointing of a matchup it is for the Denver Broncos on the other side of the ball. So we have to control the game clock. We have to keep the ball in our hands for as long as possible, get it out of theirs. And I think it's going to be a very similar game plan against Kansas City when, when we end up going to play them as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're going to have to rely on the run game. And I think short, quick passes to get the ball in the hands of our playmakers, mm-hmm. control the clock, drive the ball, and then take a shot if it's open and only if it's open. Um, right, we, we started off strong last week against the the, the commanders. We, we took a couple big shots downfield, Marvin Mims on, on a couple of them, um, uh, Brandon Johnson on, on, on one. Those big deep shots are great, and if we can get those, yeah, obviously we want the score, but we also want to con- maintain those drives, those continuous drives, because the longer we have the ball, the less time they do, and mm-hmm. uh, they have they have a chance to make that those plays. But and not for nothing, the run game's safe, and I think I, not for I, I do think that our offensive line, our front offensive line, is good in the run game. I think we're still averaging like three and a half yards, four yards per carry, which is why now we're coming back to the you know run the ball T-shirts and like we, right. we got to get back to running the ball because again we were again sixty forty last week. Yeah. And there was really no reason to because we were up the whole game. Usually when you're up at the beginning, you kind of do that. You, you run the ball, you exp- expand out, and we just couldn't get it done. So, um, 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you're right. I think, and not, I do think Russell Wilson is playing better this year. I uh, you know we haven't haven't seen a spurt of it, but this goes back to what I was saying for everything else. It, we've seen three quarters out of eight out of him, uh, and and not anything like super special. And people are posting all these stats, and I want to get your opinion on this. I know this is the pregame, but all these stats about how Russell Wilson's like the number one in, or you know our offense is the number one in. I forget that I don't have them in front of me, but in uh, offensive efficiency and touchdown drives and all this other stuff. And I just, am, am I missing something? Like, I just don't see it. Here it is. Um, I think that there's a lot of stuff that maybe we're already taking for granted, honestly. Um, for instance, the uh, the number of three and outs just versus this year versus last year. And that, that is, is something that really just boosts your efficiency ratings ridiculously high. Um, even if those drives aren't ending in touchdowns or even points, uh, not going three and out on a drive, getting at least one first down um, just helps all of your offensive metrics comparatively, especially. But to your eye, it doesn't really track unless those drives are ending in points, right? To your eye, right. you're like, all right, well, great. They got one first down instead of zero first downs on that drive, and it still ended in a punt. So what do I care? <laughs> um so I, I'm seeing where you're going with that. Um, to me, I kind of come down on a place where at least it shows that, and, and we said this all off season, right? We, we said this was going to take a while with the Sean Payton offense and Russell Wilson, but at least it shows to me that they're coming together, that they're already making steps when we right. knew it was going to take time, but it does look better already. And if they can keep taking steps, it's going to look even better at the end of the year. Um, I will also say, that this Dolphins defensive line, and we just talked about how talented they are, but they're not as talented as the Washington defensive line. And That's the Broncos true. pass protection held up at least enough to get a couple of deep shots in there. So it's a possibility if they can, again, establish the run, like we've been saying, if they can make Miami respect that, if they can make Miami go to a single high coverage at least a couple times because they want an extra defender down in the box, uh, it's things are possible. You can open up. Um but we'll just have to see, and and I don't know, pal. I, I, what do you think? Do you have any closing thoughts on this Broncos offense versus their defense? Um, you know, Mike McGlinchey's been struggling. And I think he struggled mm-hmm. most against the Raiders. I don't think he struggled nearly as much against the Commanders as people think he did. Um, I think he was holding his own against him. He was playing Max Crosby week one. Like, let's be honest. Uh, so and Montez and, Sweat in week two. So and but held held his own against Montez Sweat in week two. I think. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. I think you're right. If if we're looking at a glimmer of hope here, that offensive line against a far superior defensive line in the, in the Commanders held up. And I think that they can hold up here against Miami. And I think if we can. If we can put up 35 points again, if we can make this another sh- – again, 27, sorry, I talked about this. Yeah, right. We only put up 27 <laughs> points and then a Hail Mary. Right, right. Uh, exactly. But if we, could, if we could put up those those points and we can make those drives last and count, then I obviously we have a much better sh- shot in this game. And mm-hmm. it just blows my mind that we're talking about week three and we're about to get into our score predictions and we're already talking about a, a super high-scoring game when we haven't had like we haven't ever predicted that in right years. yeah we're we've, been, <laughs> we've always you know all of these games ended up with us predicting Broncos win twenty to seventeen then they lose right. twenty to seventeen um, this one you know if the Broncos win it's probably going to be closer to a score of twenty seven twenty four but I, uh, I 
I don't think they're going to win. I think it's probably going to be something like 35-24 Dolphins or something like that, maybe 35-27 Dolphins. But yeah, I I think the Dolphins, like this, oof. There's also a scenario in which this gets out of hand, like quickly. And yeah, we, like we I don't get a want 40 that. burger hung on us. And, stop. No, I know. Listen, I know. Stop. I don't want I don't want, but Broncos country, you need to be emotionally prepared. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want I don't want this to happen. I, I won't like it if it happens. I won't be like, hey, I told you so if it happens. Just, just in your hearts, be ready. <laughs> Be ready. Just start start prepping the the tissues it'll, now. It'll hurt Just less. Kinda, yeah, it'll hurt less when it happens. If you thought maybe it was a possibility, maybe. It yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, but I'm not saying it out loud the yeah. way how the way you just did it. Yeah, I uh, there's a really good chance that this this could turn real ugly real fast. Yeah, uh, I I I hope that our offense can keep up with theirs. That's really what it's going to come down to. And if I I don't think we win this game. I, I don't. I think you're, you're accurate in your prediction. I, I think probably 33, um, 33 to 28, maybe. Mm. Um, something along those lines. But that's only if we can drive the ball and, and put the ball in the end zone, which we saw two quarters of it last year, last week. Hopefully we can get four quarters of it this week. And if that's the case, then we'll, we'll be set up. I just... I, I don't uh, have the faith. I don't. I don't think I have the faith. Broncos country. I know you're 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 desperate to hear some optimism, some excitement in our voices, anything to get you through <laughs> this one. I, I I listen. If if you need it, here it is. If the Broncos run the ball really effectively, if the Broncos have eighty, you know, sixty to eighty yards rushing in the first half, um, maybe the score will look something like fourteen ten or fourteen thirteen. And from there, it's anybody's game. And then they come out and play a great, a really good second half at that point. Maybe, maybe there's your, there's your hope. Anything could happen after that. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, here's, here's some optimism. We've been getting better every week. If we, if big, if we can come out and beat the Miami Dolphins in Miami in the early time slot, we're back in the conversation of being a good team again. And everything's happy in Broncos country. We're like, oh my gosh, we just beat one of the best offenses in the league. Like, let's go. We could do this because our team is starting to, and I'm going to use A-list term, gel. And the coaching <laughs> staff is getting it. You know, the people are we're working together. And all of a sudden we get a win. And then we have a lot of optimism for the rest of the year. It's just oh. really hard at 0-2 going into this team to have a little bit of optimism. But I want I it. I, I want it so bad. We can it. win this game and we can shoot for the moon. We'll have we to see what it. happens on Sunday. We deserve it. Um, I will say this. You go from the, if you do win this game somehow, then your next week's game is at Chicago, who looks like one of the worst teams in the league right now. Right. And then you welcome Zach Wilson and the Jets into Mile High the week after that. So okay. some opportunities there. If you can win this game to find yourself at three and two really fast, but you've got to start with a game that you probably don't have any business winning in this Miami Dolphins <laughs> team. So, um, like you said, they've been getting better every week. But if you really want to, if you want to talk about, if you want us to talk about playoffs seriously for, at any point in the rest of the season, Broncos, win this game now. Win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tough sledding. We'd have to win like 
10 in a row if we go down 0-3 uh, in order to be even even thinking about how good of a team we are. But uh, this is the game. This is where it starts and see what the, what the players have. Let's see what the coaches have and go from there. Yep. Uh, any other final thoughts, David? Um, let's, it'd be fun to see Russell Wilson out there tomorrow. Let's hope he throws, <laughs> throws good. The shaking in your voice. I'm, I'm uh, trying, guys. I'm really trying here. Uh, Buffalo, see you playing at Oregon today. 21 point underdogs. Uh, let's see if they can, they can beat the spread on that one at least. Uh, go, yeah. go, go Buffs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't rec- I didn't re- mention on this game, but we're six and a half point underdogs in Miami. Uh, so if we can uh, win or keep it close, maybe uh-huh. it's a shot. But mm-hmm. six and a half points looks like uh, this could be bad. So looks bad. That's, mm-hmm. But let's let's end it strong. Um, we're gonna win this game. I'm yes. I'm putting it on my wall, and uh, I'm I'm envisioning it. And what, when we envision things, they happen. I love it. We're going to win this game. Manifest And it, we're Jared. manifesting. Mm-hmm. Manifest it all. And it's going to happen. We're going to win this game. And then we're talking about a different Broncos team. We're talking about a different season than what we got to talk about today. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you guys are following Orange Weekly on YouTube. And uh, tell your friends about us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the other things. Uh, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. And we'll end it off, as we always do, on a very strong Go Broncos. Broncos. Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news.